0: Good morning and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. It's Wednesday the 6th and Wendy Kapinga and myself are uh, here to read the text for the day, the Bible Reading Plan for the day. Today we're gonna be reading out of 1 Peter 2, two through 10. And um, Wendy, would you mind reading this one for us? Sure. Okay, sweet, thanks.
1: Like newborn infants long for the pure spiritual milk, so that by it you may grow into salvation. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good, come to him a living stone, though rejected by mortals, yet chosen and precious in God's sight. And like living stones, let yourselves be built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it stands in scripture, see, I am laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone chosen and precious, And whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. To you then who believe he is precious. But for those who do not believe, that stone the stone that the builder rejected has become the very head of the corner, and a stone that makes them stumble, and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the word, as they were destined to do. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own people in order that you may proclaim the mighty acts of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. There's a lot in that passage.
0: (laughs) Yes, there is. (laughs) Yeah. um, This passage is a little overwhelming with all the stuff that's in it. What's, um, yeah. What's uh, what, what feels like a lot to you? Um,
1: I think just the vastness and like, excuse me, the, the deepness of the word precious Hmm. and as his possession, um, when I think of what's precious to me in life and what I would do to protect that and, you know, to choose that and, um, to take care of it. I, I'm just like, I'm kind of overwhelmed with hope and peace that comes from this idea that we are precious to god
0: Hmm. yeah precious um you're talking about verse seven to you then who believe um he is precious for those who do not believe the stone is built the the stone that the builders rejected has become the very head of the corner yeah um and just a sense of god's like unconditional love for God's people. You're a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own people, in order that you may proclaim the mighty acts of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Um, just like those words chosen, royal, holy, are really uh, like very high words for, for us. Uh, you're right. I love that.
1: And even the word, you know, when you being called his possession, um, Mm. to have something, to want something, but to possess it is another level of kind of control over it. And, um, just knowing how much God chooses us and that he's there.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, you know what? You're looking at verse four, come to him a living stone though rejected by mortals, yet chosen and precious in God's sight. That word is, is in here twice. To you then who believe he is precious. So, Uh, you've got the word precious in there twice meaning like like we are precious to god and also for those who of us who believe god is precious to us So that's kind of a cool relationship Mm -hmm. i like that um for me it was uh let yourselves be built into a spiritual house let yourselves be built (laughs) um what a weird (laughs) command (laughs) you know uh how do i let myself be built I've never done that before. Um, I've never let anyone build me into anything. Um, It's so passive, which kind of bothers me. Um, Like living stones, let yourselves be built. Okay, so what am I supposed to do? Um, Other than like, let God work with me, let God work with us. And um, if I didn't believe in god's sovereignty and control before the coronavirus i sure do now um i have seen over and over again through all of this god's utter control his um perfection his care god's presence um my own helplessness our own helplessness Things that we could never have done as a church on our own, God has done just like that. No big deal. Um, and I'm talking specifically about the way the church has been scattered right now. Um, part of our mission is to scatter as the church and to be a community of disciples and to take the gospel into our homes and into our our neighborhoods into our places of work um, and for the Sunday morning or the centralized gathering to be a propelling gathering and here we are at God's mercy right now and it's almost like God has just put the kibosh on all the centralized stuff um, and has used that to um, propel us out into our neighborhoods and into our workplaces. Um, yes, on lockdown, yes, unable to gather in homes, but we're having to trust in the spiritual house that God is building that we really have no control over right now. Um, and to let ourselves be built into a spiritual house. Um, you are a chosen race, a Royal priesthood, a Holy nation, God's own people. And, um, and I just see all over this passage, God's activity, God's sovereignty, God's leadership um, over his own people. He's like, I know what I'm doing with my own people, okay? I know what I'm building, I, I, have, a, I have an intention here. I, I, you are so precious in my sight, you are a royal priesthood, by the way, Priesthood, priesthood of all believers is something we like really hold dear to. Royal priesthood, meaning it's not royal congregants or royal pew sitters or royal consumers or royal uh, browsers. I guess it would be right now It's browsers would be the equivalent because nobody's gathering in place. But it's not royal browsers. It's royal priesthood, meaning he has equipped all of us to be uh, leaders in the church to be disciples to be priests so to speak um people uh, endowed with like authority and power in the kingdom of god to be able to do ministry and that's what we're really left with at this point as a church so i'm thankful for that and um just impressed by god's hand over all of this
1: yeah and in um In the NIV version of this passage, verse two, instead of like newborn infants long, um, the word crave is used. Mm -hmm. And I'm just thinking as you're talking about, you know, let ourselves be built. We should be craving that Mm -hmm. because as we look at now in the midst of this pandemic, um, there's a lot of people who are coming to Christ or searching for meaning through religion. For the first time, and for us to um, to be able to step out and to meet that need and to to kind of explode the church as we knew it and do different things, um, that comes by us having a desire to do that, and yeah. that means we have to lay it down and let God act how He's going to act too.
0: Yes, I think, man, I love that you brought that in. I think desire is so important for our Christian walk, and what are we really desiring? What are we really craving? And he's basically saying, I want you to crave like true sustenance, true spiritual sustenance in your own life so you can grow because God is making you into a royal priesthood. He's building you into a spiritual house. You've got to be solid bricks, you know, like you've got to be strong. So seek your own spiritual formation, your own spiritual nourishing so that you can grow into salvation. Um, Yeah, that's a, I think, I think one of the more important things in our Christian walk is where our, is our desire. Um, because if we have a solid view of God's sovereignty, it's really God's activity that we're focused on, not our own activity. Um, but we have to have a desire. We have to cultivate strong desire for God in our life and for the willingness to join in with God and what God's doing. Um, but yeah, being able to be like you said, um, uh, Trained and able to be able to minister the gospel to people who are seeking it out during this time because we can't just send people to a church service. Um, it's got to be in our hearts, it's got to be in our families, it's got to be um, in our neighborhoods. Um, it's not something we can just outsource um, anymore. It never, it never really was um, anything we could outsource, but it, um, we're definitely reminded of that now.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Well, thanks, Wendy. Um, I love this passage. And uh, tomorrow, we're going to be reading John 14. So um, turn on the podcast tomorrow, and we will talk with you then. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.